know. And tonight we are doing Dallas Buyers Club. Another another AIDS movie, because when Philadelphia just isn't enough, you just gotta just gotta have another another AIDS movie. Now this is another listener's just like uh, Philadelphia, or I, I can't remember Philadelphia's listener suggestion. This is a listener suggestion. This is coming once again from the duo of uh, what are the what are their names? Terrence and Amir. Yeah, yes, Terrence and Amir. Thank you once again for sending in your suggestions. We have some more from other people as well that we will be getting to. But uh, this was one I think I think I had it on the list at one point. I had actually never seen the full thing before. Uh, uh, Nicole, have you seen Dallas Buyers before tonight? No, no, I didn't. When did it come out? 2013. 2013 Dallas yeah, Buyers. Yeah, no, I never saw it before. I didn't even know what it was about. Even the broadest strokes you didn't know it was Nothing. about? Nothing. Interesting. Okay. And uh, Jess, did you uh, have any any knowledge going in? Yeah, I'm with Nicole. I knew nothing about this. All right. Well, I uh, at least knew the base of the story, and I was a little bit wrong. Actually, I was. It was not exactly what I thought it was going to be. Um, but the I'll, I'll give a synopsis right here for those who do not know. Uh, and there are a lot of different ones, so I chose a short one. In 1985, Dallas electrician and hustler Juan Rudriff. <laughs> I just I can't believe it. I'm gonna start over there. In 1985, Dallas electrician and hustler Ron Woodruff works around the system to help AIDS patients get the medication they need after he is diagnosed with the disease. Uh, there you go. There's the broadest strokes of the plot. Uh, it is starring uh, Matthew McConaughey as as Ron, uh, Jennifer Garner, and Jared Leto. Uh, and there are a couple other smaller part people in here, but those are the main three. Uh, so we are going to get into it now. If you have not seen it, it's on Netflix. And I think when you're hearing this, we're probably all still in our houses. So get on that. It's on Netflix, and we are spoiling it now. We rate things here at Films with Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Um, Ron is an interesting type of person. He is uh, he he's an electrician. He goes and gambles at the local rodeo. Um, he is a drunk. He is a drug addict. He is a sex addict. He, yes, is, he is racist. He is homophobic. He is he's, he's a an all-around degenerate man, uh, not leading a great life. And uh, after he is accidentally electrocuted, he uh, finds out, once he is taken to the emergency room, that he has AIDS, a uh, very advanced stage of AIDS. Uh, the doctor gives him 30 years, or 30 years, <laughs> that'd be nice, 30 days to live, uh, which is not a good not a good amount of time. Uh, so he spends the first half of the movie trying this to, to steal this new drug that they're pushing, uh, the hospital is pushing, uh, well, not the hospital, I guess, a uh, consultant, but it's called AZT. Uh, it is uh, supposed to help fight uh, AIDS by shutting down all budgets. It's kind of like a chemotherapy, but for AIDS is, is kind of how it seems. Um, but we find out later that AZT does not work very well. Uh, in fact, it could even cause your, your chances of survival to lower. Uh, so uh, as his 30 days is closing, uh, Ron gets desperate, heads down to Mexico, and uh, meets a doctor who has all these different types of nutritional supplements and uh, non-legal or uh, non-regulated uh, uh 
drugs that are not allowed in the U.S., uh, but he starts taking them. He starts feeling better. He even, you know, three months later is is doing much better, and he decides to take them back to the U.S. in large quantities and sell them to other AIDS patients, uh, and he uh, gets a partner in all this, Rayon, played by Jared Leto, uh, who is a trans woman uh, that he met in the hospital. Again, remember, this man is very homophobic, so this is a difficult pill for him to swallow. They get over their differences, they work together, and they start something called the Dallas Buyers Club, which is uh, apparently a real thing. Buyers clubs where you would sign up if you had uh, I never AIDS. heard of that before at all. I did not either. I didn't even know this was based on a real story. But there no. were buyers <laughs> clubs in the during the AIDS epidemic in the 80s and 90s, early 90s, uh, where you would pay a subscription to, to uh, people providing drugs that were not regulated uh and in exchange you would you would get every month whatever drugs you need or whatever ones would help you um you know basically free after your subscription payment which in this case was 400 a month uh so that becomes their business uh he starts you know uh, he becomes buddies with with uh with Rayon, but uh, at the same time, the hospital is not happy about this, as you can imagine. The FDA not happy. The consultants uh, who are pushing the the drug, uh, the the bad drug, uh, the AZT, not happy. So uh, it's about Ron and and Rayon, and eventually Doctor Eve Sachs, who is kind of in between the two of the the the, the two bodies here. Um, yeah, it's the it's the it's their push pull battle. That's right. That's right. So that's the plot of Dallas Buyers Club. Um, what do you think of the plot, Nicole? I mean, like I said, I, I didn't know what I was going to be, you know, watching here. I never heard a synopsis about it. I don't re- I recall this movie coming out, but like another, nothing I ever had interest in watching. But um, I thought it was a really interesting story. Um, I was not comparing it to philadelphia but i was kind of comparing it to philadelphia only because we just we just did that movie recently um and you know it's it's really a very similar story you know in the terms of how how people with aids were coping with these things in you know different like points of life different different walks of life how they were how they were handling it so it was interesting to see that um i was so like I thought he was so despicable in the beginning that I didn't know if I was going to root for him or not, you know, Mm -hmm. throughout this. So it was interesting to watch his story and see where I would land at the end of this and how I felt about him and take into consideration the time period that this is in and how people felt about homosexuals and things like that. You know, it's, it's difficult to watch them say the f word a lot and all this you know but that's just like what it was and you know for a story to come out where it's like okay well this guy wasn't gay and he didn't use needles but he had unprotected sex with people who use needles and you don't you didn't think about that like that's insane you know right they um, thought it was only a gay disease he was right he thought when he was diagnosed that the doctor was basically calling him gay and as, as a as a or a drug user and he said right. he didn't Ex- do either so he's he's like how did this even happen come to this conclusion that i have aids you're wrong and then he thinks about you know they had that one little uh backtrack in his head of him having sex with someone and she had the track marks on her arm and he's like jesus christ this is how it happened you know so that was just it was eye-opening for me too because i didn't i don't think about that either um but i mean the movie itself um it was very interesting it 
touched on a subject that I had no idea about whatsoever. Like Brandon said, I didn't know this was a real thing. I didn't know this was based on a real movie, a real story. You know, I, I enjoyed watching it. Uh, I kept my attention the whole time. So I'm going to give it a three and a half. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, I think you will be presently surprised to say that I actually liked this movie. Um, yeah. I think I know that's a little surprising, but yeah. <laughs> so the first ten minutes, I was like, "Oh my god, what am I watching? What this is going to be painful because it was just a cowboy yeah. in the eighties, and I was like, this is not <laughs> not what I'm into. <laughs> Do not want to watch a whole movie about a cowboy in the eighties." Then it comes a scene where the doctor's like, "You're gonna die," and I'm like, "Okay, this is gonna get good. This is gonna get better." Um, and then it did. <laughs> It did, did. (laughs) yeah, and then it did get a lot better. Um, I think Ron just blew me away. Like I've never been a Michael, whatever his name is, mahogany, like the wood, right? (laughs) Yes, Michael, uh, uh, Michael Mahogany is his name. Okay, (laughs) Matthew McConaughey is who you're talking about. (laughs) Who's this again? Okay, so whoever this guy is, you called him Michael Mahogany. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm a fan of that. Clearly, I, I've never one. cared about him, um, but he was so good. Um, I think I I really really liked him. The scene where he became um, or he pretended he was a priest, <laughs> and then I was like, wait, he's actually uh, yeah. smart. And then I I was just so impressed by how intelligent he was and how good he was being a con artist or wooing people or just overall knowledge of the drug and like he knows how to research his shit and he was just so good and here i thought he was just this dumb like cowboy um so honestly i think the best part is just watching him grow and his journey um and i like his relationship with rayon and jennifer gardner she was fine but i I think it was a fun watch and i i can't believe that this actually happened in real life and like he was just that brilliant to, to think of this whole scheme yeah, I um I don't know. It is based on Ron, Ron Woodruff was a real person. Uh, buyers clubs were real things. Uh, the other two characters, Eve and Rayon, are fictionalized. Uh, and I don't know how much you know by the book accuracy this has, but it's 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 generally a true story. Um, I kind of similar to Jess. I thought it was pretty good at the begin, like in the first maybe forty minutes or so. Like I w- it was I like I like uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey a lot, and I like in general like i think he's a pretty good actor in pretty much everything he does um and he he's you know being good matthew mcconaughey kind of stereotype at this point like he's he's cowboy he's he's kind of uh, rough around the edges uh, but he's got that heart of gold that comes out later um and and uh until he goes to mexico like until you think like i thought it was like okay we're already at day 30 like i thought i was worried the movie was just going to be the 30 days diagnosis and then we watch him slowly die um but no like the halfway mark in the movie he he turns around he goes to mexico and then he starts the then the real movie starts where he's yeah. got his side business with with a transgender woman who he he yeah we see how much he hates gay people and trans people in the beginning and all his friends are are just as homophobic as he is and and it's it's really cool like once that turning point happens and from then to the end i'm really 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 into this plot a lot i i like i like the second I guess two thirds of this movie a ton. It did take a while for me to get there. I wasn't saying I wasn't uh, not. I was. Uh, 
I was still enjoying the beginning, but once we got to the turning point, I understand why this movie has so many accolades. And this movie, we should say, it, it won a ton of everything. First of all, the two performances. Well, I guess we'll get to the performances when we get to the characters, which will be next. But this has, I think, six Academy Award nominations that year, a bunch of Golden Globes, a bunch of smaller, smaller uh, film uh, awards shows as well. Um, so it, it received a good amount of praise. I'm surprised I missed it the first time around. Then I, I see, I understand the hype. It's, it's very good. I'm going to give it a four for the plot. The characters. So we got Ron, we got Dr. Eve, we got Rayon, and then some smaller characters. Dr. Savard, who is like, uh, that stereotypical, uh, asshole, older white dude. I'm just doing the rules and I'd, you know, we're in it for the, 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 the big corporations and the money and all that stuff. Uh, Tucker is the cop, Steve Zahn's character. Uh, he comes in and out of, of Ron's life to kind of, you know, he's kind of his buddy, but he also kind of gives him a hard time. The, there's a bunch of his redneck friends uh, that he has, at, the, at least in the beginning of the movie. Um, there's the doctor in Mexico uh, that is, what's his name, Dr. Vass. Uh, a couple other people come in and out, but those are the main those are the main people. It's really Ron plus Dr. Eve and, and Rayon. So uh, to you, Jess, again, what do you think of the characters in this? So I think the characters are the best part of the movie. Um, well, I think just the character. I think just Ron. Like everyone else I really don't care about. I don't hate. I don't love. They're just there and they did their job. Um, but he was just so good. Um, again, I was so impressed of... Just how knowledgeable and how much his character changed from start to end. And I know it's kind of like from, you know, you you got this death kind of put on you. So, of course, you're going to change your outlook in life. But it was mm-hmm. more believable. It wasn't like, okay, now I'm going to I'm gonna go on vacation and I'm going to do this. And But he actually created a, a, like a huge relationship with Rayon. And it was just, just so fun to watch. And his relationship with the doctor in Mexico like he just really created these bonds that I don't think he's ever had in his life like I was thinking like his life from birth till now is I think like the same thing just riding bulls yeah and drinking Mm -hmm. and just doing the same shit different day and now it's like a whole different world to him so I'm not saying it's a good thing this happened to him but I think it he really realize that he has sustenance to him like he's not just a cowboy he could be he could have been a doctor or he could have been (laughs) something way more but this movie kind of opened his eyes to him um the only part i didn't like or i thought the movie kind of trailed off and i don't know if you guys think this too but after rayon died i just feel like the momentum just wasn't there i don't know what it was about it maybe because i watched it two different times but i just thought it something I don't know, it just didn't fit right. I kind of wish the movie ended with the hardship of Rayon's death, and that was it. Yeah, um, I I totally see where you're coming from with that, because I also was a little underwhelmed by the ending. Um, I was thinking that as it was closing up, and I was like, wow, this is how they're ending this movie right now? (laughs) I was like, this is crazy like this is it so no i do i definitely feel that way too perhaps not at that particular point i think maybe more of the ending ending made me feel that way but i definitely felt a shift of how the movie was going from that point on okay so it wasn't just me yeah i can see that yeah, I'll, I guess I'll put my two cents in before you give your your number and we go to Nicole. But yeah, I the the ending 
the the impactful gut punch is is Rayon's death, and we see Ron and and Doctor Eve react to that. That's really good. And then you know, yeah, you're, the ending trails off. I don't feel thankfully it doesn't last forever. Like it's kind of like a ten minute thing, and then we kind of wrap it up with uh, him on the bowl that one last time. Um, so yeah, it's not the strongest point in the movie. I think it wrapped up. It wraps up okay, and because it doesn't, I don't feel like it's too long. Like I feel like it's 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 under two hours. We hit the Rayon death probably at like an hour forty. So last like fifteen minutes or so is kind of the aftermath so um it's not the strongest part of the movie but i think i think it's concise enough i suppose did i tell you my number oh no i don't think you did but oh four or five i i thought it was really good (laughs) nice uh nicole what do you think of the characters (laughs) um i'm not a matthew mcconaughey fan as we know from other things that i've seen him in um would you prefer michael mahogany I mean, I haven't seen the alter ego come out yet. Maybe this is him, but um, <laughs> no, this is one of the things that I've seen him in that I think he does a really excellent job. Some other things I think are kind of goofy, but this was really done so well by him. The dynamic that he has with Rayon, and it was so bizarre because I didn't know that was Jared Leto, and like I would have known if I didn't I didn't know, know either. I was like, yeah. I thought Jared Leto was in this, and at the end, I was like, yeah. oh my god, he was Rayon. <laughs> But he does an excellent job of it. Like he like played that part so well that you can't tell it's him, which I think is is wonderful. Um, but this is like the the ultimate thing that that shows me what kind of person um, Ron is. Is that in the beginning when we have him working and he goes and tries to get help the guy that got his leg crushed in the thing, and he's an immigrant and he's like, oh, these illegals, and called him a a derogatory term and um you know we, you can't call the cops on him on him because he's illegal and he has this little spark of saying i don't give a shit if he's illegal call the ambulance i think that gave us a little bit of a, of a hint of you know he doesn't like them but he wants to do things properly so he wants them that guy to get help meanwhile in the future, he has to go to Mexico to get these drugs. Like, he already made it clear that he um, doesn't care for the immigrants, but now is going down to Mexico to get help from a Mexican doctor. Um, you know, to well, see him. an American doctor who lost his license, well, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but go to Mexico for treatment, you know, like that just shows him kind of turn his his opinion around on these, on, on you know, using. Um, immigrants for help and things like that so i mean i i I don't know if that's what they are trying to show us here i understand what you're saying that was not really a a mexican doctor but you know for him to to decide okay yeah i will go down to mexico and i will get help from from somebody down there um you know that says a lot to his character um i didn't like that that doctor in mexico he really irked me for some reason i did i liked him i didn't like him griffin dunn good character actor i like him uh, I I didn't I don't know what it was about him, but he was kind of he was kind of sleazy or greasy to me, so I didn't care for him. <laughs> and I would like to know what he got his license revoked for, but they don't say. Um, Who knows? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean everybody else really kind of just stands alone as their part. Besides, I I think I don't think that Doctor Savard is that bad <laughs> either. I the bad the the bad guy doctor or like I mean not a, he's not really he's a not bad a bad guy. guy. He's doing he's his just, job, I guess. He's doing his job, exactly. And I 
I don't like that he's being portrayed as someone who is a bad guy. He's following the protocols of what the hospital is telling him to do, which is give the people the AZT when they come in with AIDS. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not comprehending how he's considered a bad guy in this. It's his complicity in like the system, like he, like knowing that it's bad, like because he's contrasted to Doctor Eve, who, who you know, eventually ends up quitting or being kind of forced well, it's out because, because she's she's experimental with things, and he doesn't want to be. He just wants to do his work, and she wants to do the do the trials and and t- you know not work on them anymore because they're not working. Like he doesn't want to deal with that shit. Yeah, he. I mean, I understand what you mean. He is just doing his job. He just doesn't like his. He, should his job just be like taking the money from the consultants and pushing the product or should he be more principled like like Dr. Eve is? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I, I understand your point, way, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, everyone works very cohesively. We need all the characters we have to push this story. You know, we have the old buddy that comes over when he finds out that he's dying and they and, you know, makes a joke about him being an f word and then later on we see that not he fuck goes and, the other one we say fuck we don't say the other one <laughs> and goes on and tells all tells all the guys at the bar that he's been having sex with men and it's like wow we you, i really thought you were my friend and you just you screwed me over like this and how he handles it later in the grocery store when he sees him it was just all like mm-hmm. all comes around you know and i'm glad that they had that happen and that they had the characters kind of keep their position up the whole time so that it could progress that way um i mean i'm gonna give it a four for the characters yeah um ron is an incredible great character played really well by matthew mcconaughey and we haven't talked about him much but or we have mentioned him but rayon is a really good character played incredibly by jason jared leto um they're the two of them and this is where i guess i'll mention awards like sometimes i don't always agree with awards of who they go to they both got actor and supporting actor for academy both got golden globe both got screen actors guild awards and a bunch of other ones those are the big ones but i i mean they did they they deserve it they're both incredible um ron's arc is so good and all all you know you mentioned nicole the sprinkling in at the beginning of he calls the thing for the the illegal immigrant then he has to go to mexico then he has to work with with the trans person who he was so offended by then he has to sell almost exclusively to gay people then he goes all around the world he goes to asia how many times did he was he derogatory towards asians at the beginning too he goes to asia to deal with businessmen and doctors to try to like get more like he he takes such an arc and but he never loses the person who he is which is you know he's he's kind of sleazy. He does things his own way. He doesn't listen to authority. But in the but in the end, he goes from being kind of hateful and gross and selfish and 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 destructive to actually helping a lot of people. And, and he's using that real relationships. Yeah, he's using that if you want to call sleaziness and lack of uh, respect for the authority type of thing to people's benefit. And like that's where it it draws the line of him just being like a con artist or him being like a scammer or whatever into he's legitimately helping people that need him. Yeah, he's like the most unlikely Robin Hood for the LGBTQ community. So he's he's a really good character. Matthew McConaughey does as great as always, and I think this is one of his best performances. And yet, Jared Leto, again, I knew it was him going in because I remember him winning this award when it came out. I forget it's him the second scene I see him. Like, he 
he disappears into it. It's so good. Even when he dresses up as the man later on to for for the scene with his dad, still like that's that she he is still Rayon, and it's really impressive. Oh, yeah. And their back and forths are great. Once Ron and Rayon like start to slowly become buddies, and they're always making cracks at each other. And I love when um Ron's jerking off after his date with Doctor Eve, and Rayon's put pictures of himself amongst the, the <laughs> women he <laughs> masturbates to. It's a it's there's so many good like little bits that the two of them have and when you know when rayon eventually dies his and dr eve who we haven't given as much credit to because she's she's just overshadowed by these two much better characters and performances but she's she's perfectly fine and i think i buy her moments too um it's it's a good it's a good duo with them and i think uh, i think jennifer garner holds up enough in the scenes where it's not like she's awful or distracting i think she's good uh side characters i don't want to spend too much time on because they really are side characters um but they all have parts to play both the the mexican doctor and dr savard as well as the cop less so but still and all of the all of his old um his old uh, buddies from the electrician guild whatever the fuck that that was uh and the rodeo so yeah the characters are i i, I want to give I, I i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna give it the perfect five i'm going i'm gonna wow. give Whoa, solid cinco it's solid cinco. the the act if the acting weren't as awesome as it is, this movie is just kind of regular, and they are so the two of them are so good. I really, I can't, uh, I can't lower it. it. They're very impressive. I like this a lot. Yeah, I agree. I agree with uh, everything you said. Yeah, they're they're oh, so good. Uh, surprise too. I thought this was going to be kind of a schlog, like traditional Oscar movie, where it's just like, ah, eh, it's good, but like, where are we? What are, what are we really doing here? And I think now this is um. This is high quality. Uh, the uh, visual and sound, uh, again, not something we specifically think of in a movie like this, but there are things to point out, I think. Uh, Nicole, what do you think of that? Well, one thing I wanted to bring up first, though, before we talk about that is, well, as we're talking about the characters, I really just want to say how hurt I am by seeing like the decline of Rayon and how she went from you know being an advocate for this and really wanting to push her way into you know helping these other people and then she just so unfortunately and sadly gives up on herself and you know starts to do drugs and that was the the hardest thing for me to watch in this and i think that that's where jared leto shines in this because he does such a good job of have of playing rayon as being you know this go-getter and still trying yet you can see the bags under his eyes you can see the, the weight that was lost and the t- deterioration and he just does that so well in this and it was just such a sad moment to see i agree i didn't see rayon going off the wheel really happening at all and i kind of feel like it was not did something happen like i if i missed that and just i feel like just i think he scene, was always I think he was always into drugs, but I think it gets worse as he continues to get sicker. And, you know, uh, uh, Ron's always, Ron's also a drug addict and always trying to push him to get clean. And Ron never really gets clean. He's, he still drinks the whole time, but, like, he doesn't uh, he doesn't do the hard stuff anymore. But uh, I just I just don't think uh, uh, he, he has the willpower and then it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, it just succumbs to the pain and just wants to numb it. Right, as he gets sicker, the addiction gets worse because he he need, if he's trying to quit an addiction that hard while you're also dying of AIDS, like that's that's yeah, yeah. What a what a sad thing. But he does he just plays that so incredibly that you do forget that it's an actor playing it, and you feel like this is someone's real life. And Jared um, Leto he lost thirty pounds for this. McConaughey lost fifty, and then they both look gaunt, like they look. Oh yeah. Oh my god, emaciated. 
Um, which is part of the visual and sound though i think because the visuals of them being as sick as they are and and mcconaughey kind of goes up and down with his visuals too like he gets really sick and really bad looking then he kind of starts to get a little bit better in like the middle and then he gets sick again towards the end obviously but yeah yeah. i mean that's a perfect way to segue into this rating because that is one of the shining moments that these two men decided to do for this role is to drop all that weight and make themselves look like they have aids and they are sick and they are on the brink of death and it's like holy shit like that's what people were dealing with when they had aids like that and it's just such a sad thing and you know they they really took their roles to heart and and did that which was just incredible and then um everybody in the movie really put their heart and soul into this like jennifer garner would you ever expect to see her punching a wall like no (laughs) Not the but, first actress I would think of, no. <laughs> no, but she does it. She commits to it because she has pain. And, like, those were those were just, like, such amazing things that these people decided to do for this movie. Um, that The visual and sound isn't what I would bring up as being a, the shining light in this. Not that it's bad, but nothing sticks out in my head as much so as how the characters took this movie along. Um, I don't really have anything to say. Maybe if you, if you guys bring up something I'm missing, but I don't really have anything that i can think of that makes it stand out to me um i'll just give it a three because it's not anything that i remember yeah i feel like nicole you took the words right out of my mouth i was gonna say the exact same thing i'll probably just give it a three five because again there's no visuals that you're gonna stop and think about or have in your head um but i would just say the weight and how sick they looked and how realistic it looked like that they had aids was done to the t um mm-hmm. some of the scenes were even scary like you'll see uh ron stand up and he just looked like a skeleton like i just can't even imagine dedicating my body to do that for a job it's just yeah when he was in the mexican hospital and he was just laying there yes and that's the scene they showed I him like a, too yeah almost falling off the bed and you could see his his um hip bones sticking out and his spine sticking out and you're like holy shit like this is scary and it, it looks so real. And I'm sure if you just looked at photos of AIDS patients or did some research, it would probably look pretty similar to that. Yeah, this is, um, it, I'll echo everything you guys pretty much have said here. Uh, they both look horribly sickly. I think the settings are also horribly sickly. Like, even from the beginning, when Matthew McGonaghy is having sex with those two women underneath the stairs or whatever at the rodeo, like, from the beginning, you're getting an idea, like, this is gross. This is just a, gonna be a gross-looking everything. And it just, his his trailer's gross, the Mexican hospital, even the place they actually eventually work at is just, like, a motel. Like, everything feels grimy and dirty. It's dirty. And yeah. Even the hospital, as scenes go on, it's more hopeless-looking. You see bodies just, like, in the hallways on stretchers with all the lesions like and then if we're gonna do i'll guess i'll mention one sound thing the ringing the ringing in his head it's um keeps going it keeps getting worse and as a viewer i'm like oh make it fucking like not in like a like i don't like this way like it's like just stop it like it's it's so much like it's so piercing and i it gets the point across really well when he's staggering around in the intersection and the cop has to come and help him get back home because it's just it's just go it's just too too much um, so yeah, it's, it's a perfectly competent visual and sound. Nothing's crazy outstanding, just really competent and solid across the board. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go with the, the three, five, a three is fine. Like this, it's, this is a, a slightly better than it should be visual and sound kind of movie. Um, but you know, the end of the movie, we've already, we've already kind of showed it a little bit. Rayon eventually gets 
sicker and, and dies. He dies first. Um, this is a few year, a couple years into their operation. Like they're they're pretty deep in at this point. Um, the operation starts to face more hardships as like you know the 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 FDA CDC. and oh yeah FDA. Yeah, and and uh, they have a court case, and the the judge is sympathetic towards them. He's like, I agree with everything you're doing, and it's and it makes a lot of sense, and and I'm empathetic towards your plight, but there's no legal reason I can be on your side. And he has to rule in favor of of the of the hospital and the and the seat and the the, the uh, I just said their name the FDA. Okay. I almost said ATF. I'm like it's not ATF. Different <laughs> thing. Um, so and then you know we get the the nice scene with um, everyone's cheering on McConaughey when he comes home from the from the trial, even though they lost. Like just to forgive in the effort, he gets his last little bull ride, uh, and then we see at the end that he lived seven years after his diagnosis. Uh, his original thirty-day death sentence, basically. That's crazy. So he he yeah, and that's 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 absolutely crazy. And you got to think if he had just taken the um, the AZT, he probably would not have lasted more than a month or so, like like the doctor originally said. So it's a, it's an impressive story. It's told pretty well, and I think the ending, especially Rayon's death, is is very impactful. So uh, we'll see what you guys think. The resonance and feel, Jess. What do you got? Um, I'm probably going to go with a 3-5. I wish I could have it more in the 4 or higher range, but that ending did it for me. It lost its momentum uh, just after the when the credits were going up. I was like, this is it. It could have been a lot better. It was just a movie that was going up and up and up, and they just, I guess, had to factually wrap it up, and I just don't like how it ended. I think it should have been Rayon dying and... The, all their emotions and that was it i they just didn't do it right for me um but everything leading up to it was great like i was totally engaged in the movie and i was again surprised with myself because this isn't didn't seem like something i'd originally like so it is unique in that aspect but i i'm just i hate the ending and um that's why i think my rating is not what it should be understandable <clears throat> uh, nicole um I have I I agree about the ending. I was upset about it too, just because it didn't hold up to the standard of the rest of the movie for me. I feel like they just kind of ended it like, okay, here he is riding a bull. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> they never showed him riding a bull in the beginning. Like, I you know, it didn't come around for full circle for me in that aspect either. In the beginning, he was just gambling, so I didn't really get that. But the one thing that I liked at the end was that those two that that couple that came in for help you know offered this house to him to run his business out of since he was getting cut shut out of the hotel and you know that was just so inspiring to see that like these people wanted to help other people too for no money they like we just want to help other people with aids just just let's run our business out of here and you know like all the support of the whole community coming in and that one other woman that was helping them you know, give out the medications and then mm-hmm. Rayon's partner giving out medications. Like they really built a business of trying to help people, which was just so incredible. Something else that they said in there, like that I didn't, I didn't know about these is that there were, they were all over the country. They were talking about like the one in yeah. New York and the one in Florida. Like I, I never heard of this. Why have I never heard of this before? You know, it's just so interesting to see that people took initiative to try to find the best, thing for people instead of going with what 
what, you know, pharmaceutical companies wanted them to buy into and ultimately was killing people faster. And maybe that's what they wanted to do. Who knows? You know, so it just really brings up a lot of speculation of the time and, you know, what was going on in the pharmaceutical companies, you know, at that time. It's very interesting to think about and very sad to think about how many people were just left for to die with this crap that they were putting in them. But I mean, altogether, I, I think I'm going to give it uh, a four. I, I did enjoy watching it. I did come around on Ron, you know, how I felt in the beginning of him uh, mm-hmm. being such an asshole <laughs> and seeing right. his, str- his struggles and seeing him really have compassion for Rayon and, and um, the doctor and, you know, the, everybody that um, came to him for help, you know, so uplifting to see him turn around and have a part in the community. So I, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't dislike the ending as much as you guys do. I'm definitely on board that it's not the strongest part of the movie. It, it, the, the, the emotional peak of the movie is Rand's death. Um, I do like, you know, it, it doesn't come around full circle, but he does it uh, visually. Like he starts, in the rodeo under the stairs, banging the whores, uh, uh, gambling in the behind the scenes and stealing money and just being horrible. And then at the end, he goes back, still got the flask in hand. He's still who he is, but now he's riding the bull and it ends with him getting thrown. It's kind of like a, a face your a face your mortality, face your fears, uh, and and stop hiding behind your. Well, they your also did have they did have a guy in the beginning fall off the horse. that looked like he died when he was under the thing. Yeah, the guy that, Maybe the, that was he was betting to be on. Foreshadowing. Maybe um, I don't know. I don't think he died in the bull throw. Oh, whatever. End, you know, I, don't think that's what knocked out. I get what you mean. Um, so I don't dislike the ending as much as, as as you guys do, but it's it's um it's not the the, the peak. Um, it's not going to I, like it's not the stickiest of movies, despite how solid it is. Uh, the characters I will not forget, but I won't for I won't. It's not like I could point to a particular scene or sequence or or conversation that's like that's the point of the movie that like I will always remember. It doesn't quite have that. It's just really solid across the board. It's just an, a solid enjoyment. There are a couple of scenes I really like, but uh, it's not the stickiest of movies for me. Uh, having said all that, I'm landing on a four. It's still very strong um, and uh, yeah, very effective movie. I was not expecting to be as effective as it was especially after the first third which was just kind of competent and then the last you know the, the, the rest the last hour or so is just it's very solid for me uh so we are at the end here of dallas buyers club i will start with you nicole would you recommend dallas buyers club um yeah i would even even after watching another movie that was so impactful like philadelphia that we already talked about where it's you know about someone's struggle with aids and not really brought up as much in in current times as it was back then, but to watch it now and to see what these people struggled through and to see two different aspects of how it affected somebody, you know, regardless of their, their, you know, how much money they had or where they lived, where they came from, this impacted people all over the country, all over the world in similar and different ways. So it is interesting to watch that and, the performances were just so good in this that you need to watch it just for the performances. What do you think, Jess? Yeah, I agree. I would recommend it as well. Um, it's I feel like it's one of the best character growth movies that I've seen in a while or can really name. Um, and it's not phony. You actually mm-hmm. believe that this happened. Um, and I learned a lot because I, like you guys, I didn't even know that Buyer's Clubs was a real thing. Um, 
And it's it's crazy how people have to go to their friends or these little communities because their doctors are just trying to do these tests to see what works and what doesn't. Like, people are guinea pigs, but, you know, people want to get better. They don't want to be tested on. Um, so it's a big eye-opener there. And, again, the performances were just great. Um, it And there are a lot of funny moments, too. Um, a lot of heartbreaking moments. So it's a good mix, and I would recommend it. Yeah, uh, easy recommend for me as well. Um, it's really very good, uh, better than I thought it would be. Uh, even though I knew it had pretty high critical acclaim, you know, you never know with 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 the uh, Oscar movies, especially. But no, this is this is very good. And I have to ask you, Nicole, since you're the only you were on Philadelphia, Jess was not on that one. Um, which do you like more? They're about they made about twenty years apart, very similar, and not just in that they have about AIDS, but like the two, it's two men as the leads, uh, one. One is gay or trans, the other is not. One is kind of hateful of gay people and company you know, turns around. So they're they're similar in more than one way. But what do you what do you? Prefer? I mean, it is hard to say if it's hard to say based on the production value. I mean, one was made twenty years before, and um, sure. But I mean, if you think of if you're looking at storylines, um, I have to say that I kind of prefer this one, Dallas Buyers Club, just because it really is showing you that some that someone that you could pinpoint as being so hateful and a lost cause essentially can turn around to create this amazing opportunity for other people really is just a great thing to see and in Philadelphia with um you know Tom Hanks already had kind of a successful life previously and he's deteriorating in such a way that I mean it hurts to watch but I don't think we get as much character de- development in that. Yeah, I, I I recognize that Philadelphia was the more groundbreaking film since it came out basically right during or right after the AIDS epidemic in, I think, 93. So that's like that was very contemporary. And, and we already talked about on that. Some theaters weren't showing it back then because of the controversy of just having <laughs> gay people be so prominently featured in the movie. That's crazy to think about today, but that's how it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a better... A better story. I think the performances and all of the and both are great. Like the four, like the two in Philadelphia and the two in this are all all great. Um, but I like the story and the way the twists and turns happen in this a little better. And the arc of of uh, of our lead is is the best arc of all of them in all the movies. I, so I agree. I think they're both like solid four star movies. But this is, I think, a, a superior movie. Recognizing, of course, that Philadelphia groundbreaking. Nothing against Philadelphia. I just. Wanted your opinion on that before we wrapped up Dallas Buyers Club with three pretty strong recommends. So if you are not dissuaded by spoilers or if you want to go check it out again, maybe you saw it when it first came out, it's on Netflix. So there you go. That's Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, we are still taking listener suggestions for the foreseeable future. And once, you know, theaters open back up, if they actually do, we will return there. But for now, if you want to send listener suggestions, that's pretty much what we're doing, sprinkling in some of our own. Uh, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook, you can reach out there you can reach out to me individually at on instagram i am brennan underscore pod host twitter we have a twitter it's at films women pod mama k runs that account and if you want to email the show it's films with the women at gmail.com guys thank you for being on yeah, for Dallas Buyers Club. A good one. i know thank you for having me watch this because i definitely wouldn't turn this on myself if it wasn't for the <laughs> show yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> sometimes, sometimes we we get some ones in here that uh that uh, broaden our horizons. It's a very very good thing to do on this show. So, uh, until next time, this is Brent signing off, saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies. Thank <laughs> you.